come to me, Jesus says. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. You will find rest for your souls. But the Christmas season can be so busy and stressful. This Advent, the Lord Jesus wants to teach us and empower us to enjoy God's love and be a blessing to others. So on Soul Talks for Advent, we'll be drawing on our book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. We'll discuss examples of how Jesus helps us handle stress and his rhythms of grace. Hey, Soul Talks friends. Thanks for tuning in. We're so glad to talk with you. It's fun to have you in our community. We're excited. Last week, we had 2,000 of you tune in. So that was a new record, and it's great to see the community growing. And we appreciate you spreading the word about Soul Talks. It's easy to do on your podcast app. You just uh, look up Soul Talks, and you'll find us there. And then you give us a, a star rating and review, and you can find that uh, right there on your podcast app on the bottom. And that helps more people to find us, and it encourages us too. It sure does. I want to share this rating and review that our good friend and partner in ministry, Bobby Schuler, wrote. It's not often you get this kind of insight from two people well-trained in both psychology and theology. What a gift. And so thank you, Bobby and Hannah. We love you and your ministry too and your partnership with us in Soul Shepherding. Thanks yeah. for taking time to rate Soul Talks. Thanks for your Our Power ministry. If you haven't checked out Our Power on television or on the internet, you get a great uh, televised church service. And uh, it's fun to have you listening in with us, Bobby and Hannah. So today we are going to be talking about uh, healthy boundaries for the holidays. Sounds like something we can all be reminded of or learn and grow in. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a stressful time of year, December, as we're, we're celebrating Advent, which we love, and we're building up to the joy of Christmas. But there's a lot of activities and shopping and expectations and time with family and friends, which is, is wonderful, but can be stressful too. And a lot of pressures in there. There are. I think of that song I heard in the store the other day. He's making a list and checking it twice. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm making lists and checking it twice too. <laughs> and, you know, it just, there's uh, extra things that we're trying to do this time of year, you know, sending cards to people that are important to us and buying gifts to, for people that we love and decorating our houses. And then there's usually special meal preparations or food purchases and preparations and extra events and parties on our schedule, just a lot of things that get thrown into one month. And everywhere we go, there's more traffic. That's true. And even we just absorb that and it feels stressful. Yeah. And sometimes we can be prone to feel like we're missing out because all these, you know, opportunities and all these activities that people are doing, we, we can't possibly do them all. It's easy for us to forget how disappointing, conflictual, even painful, lonely Mm -hmm. the holidays can be for a lot of us. You know, we, we yeah. look on Facebook and we see all these happy pictures and we just think, yeah. oh, everybody's just having a wonderful right. time and don't realize that underneath the surface, mm -hmm. a lot of people are struggling. Yes. And even people that are in those pictures, lonely in a crowd. And we know because people talk to us, people share right. vulnerably with us about what's really going on. And mostly these days we're, we're talking with pastors and leaders, but they have, have stress and hurts too. Yeah. And then family family conflicts, family history, you know, old wounds can really come to the surface this time of year too, memories. Yeah, so we want to look to the Lord Jesus Christ and how he teaches us about setting boundaries 
Yes, the Lord really in his life here on earth, I think he also had stresses and stresses around, I think, events and holidays. I'm even thinking about, you know, the different feasts mm-hmm. that he celebrated. We know that from his life in scripture. And he was in a family and we see some conflict there in his family. Scripture shows us. Yeah. And so John 7 is a great example. You bring that up, Christy. And we read there in the beginning of John's gospel that uh, the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles was near. And Jesus' brother said to him, you ought to leave here and go to Judea so your disciples may see the miracles that you do. You know, they wanted him there in the Jerusalem, the big city, the, re- the religious center of civilization there, and all the great rabbis and all the people seeking God there, and say, well, show your stuff, Jesus. And he set a boundary. He said, I'm not going. Yeah. But then later he did go in secret. He changed his mind, and he, he went quietly. But uh, there's a lot going on there in terms of the timing of Jesus and the way that Jesus is revealing that he's the Son of God and how he's going to go to the cross and die for our sins and so forth. But there's also this background that you're bringing up that, well, here's a holiday. It's a religious feast. Lots of people, you know, we're told that a million people would crowd into Jerusalem for Passover. And I mean, just the streets are just jam packed with people. And so Jesus stepped out of that Mm -hmm. and he had some quiet days with the Father, days of prayer, days of preparation. And then he, he walked alone, which is a journey in itself. About four days, he's, you know, he's walking and probably praying, probably singing the, the Psalms, the Pilgrim Psalms, and so forth. It's really helpful to see the way that Jesus set boundaries. I know we've taken heart from him in that, learned from him in that, and we've set some boundaries ourselves. We've been blessed to take some days in Advent pretty regularly away to go away to a retreat center or even sometimes it was a hotel we had a coupon for and it's special for for a night and it's been good because everybody's out in the hustle and bustle and the hotel or the retreat center is pretty vacant and we get that sense of quiet and we feel like oh we're the ones really getting the gift of this season of really being with Jesus and really enjoying the beauty of his presence with us. Yeah, it's so good when we're able to implement the wise maxim that less is more. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we think that more is always, you know, more activities and more fun and more gifts and more time with family. But so often it's the other way that when we have limits and we cut back and we enjoy the moment, that it's actually richer and, and deeper and fuller, more life that way. Really true. I remember learning that when we had little kids and we had all these different, we had your work parties and my work parties, and there were more than one of, of those that we would get invited to, and, and we had our each of our families and friends and church activities and events, and it was just, it was like almost every night of the December, the month of December, every weekend night, we had some big event, and that involved getting dressed and bringing food and, you know, childcare for the kids, and it was just too much. And I remember we thought, this is crazy. We need to sit down with our calendars and be intentional what we're going to say no to. Where are we going to set boundaries? Yeah, I think we just have this fear of missing out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. FOMO, fear yeah. of missing out. Yes. And it's not good. No. Or disappointing people, too, is another mm-hmm. thing, as if I'm that important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we did that even this weekend. There was a uh, an event at church that we really wanted to go to that would have been great. but. Yeah. You know, we can only do so many church events, and we had a special family time where we went to watch a Christmas carol at the Glendale Center Theater with our kids and spouses, and your mom joined us, and that was so fun. Mm -hmm. And just to have 
space in the day to do that, to share brunch together and not be hurrying and stressed about it, but have quality interactions. And then we had our Soul Shepherding party for our volunteers, thanking them this weekend too. That was so fun. A house full of over 30 people. Amazing. All these partners that the Lord's been building into our, our lives and our ministry. Oh, but we, what we need those times to set boundaries to say no to. So we've looked at our calendar and put away a couple of days coming up here mid-month. I am looking forward to that, to have yeah. you all to myself. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Get, get you away from your work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm wanting, looking forward to and look with you, honey, too. Yeah. So Jesus set boundaries. This is such a, a huge need. And of course, not just during Advent. It's all, all year long we need help with boundaries and especially us who are uh, in church ministry or caring for other people in various ways, whether you're the pastor of a church or a small group leader or you listen to people as part of a 12-step program or some other ministry and you you come alongside friends and you disciple people. Those of us who are servants of the Lord and we're focused on other people, we tend to just do too much and try to be too helpful. So, Bill, it might be helpful if you could divine boundaries. What are boundaries? Boundaries are our limits. They're uh, essentially, psychologically, boundaries have to do with our identity, our personhood. And it's knowing who we are, what we feel, uh, what our values are, our priorities, uh, what we need, uh, what we like and what we don't like. And so all these distinctions, being self-aware so that we can say, well, yes, I want to do this. No, I don't want to do that. This is what I, I'm like, but I'm not like that. And so that, it's grounding us. It's orienting us to know our boundaries. And so what are some examples of Jesus setting boundaries, living this out for us and teaching us about boundaries? Well, we've got a whole chapter on this in Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke, uh, which we look at boundaries, and uh, we especially look at boundaries in the life of Jesus, and we have a Bible study on that where we unpack that, a number of different examples, including how Jesus set boundaries with his family, which isn't often talked about, and uh, how he set boundaries in his ministry as a teacher and evangelist and discipler and so forth. And the basic idea here is, well, Jesus is God in the flesh. He is perfect love embodied. And so if Jesus, who is always always kind, and even in, in truth-telling, even in speaking tough words, he is always uh, gracious and loving. And so if Jesus, who is so other-centered, so caring, if he can set boundaries for self-care, if he can say no and not feel guilty, well, then we ought to be able to do that too, because he's the son of God and the savior of the world. I mean, he didn't, no, nobody has had more expectation on him than Jesus. And as our friend Dallas taught us, also the smartest man who ever lived. <laughs> yeah. So Jesus, uh, here, here's some examples. We'll just uh, read a few of these that are in the Easy Yoke book. Jesus accepted the limits of 24 hours in a day, being in one place at a time, and having just three years of public ministry. That's a lot of limits for God. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a human being. In the divine mystery, he's fully God and he's fully man. And so he, uh, 24 hours a day is enough. And so I often remind myself when I'm feeling like I need 25 hours in a day to get it all done, it's like, well, that's not coming from God. He made the day 24 hours and there's enough time to do the things that God asks me to do. Yeah, it helps me when I hear you say that too. (laughs) It's a good boundary. It's helpful to think of Jesus submitting to that and limiting himself 
so much by the boundaries here on earth, the boundaries in our humanness, even the boundaries of being in a body, limited to our bodies. Mm-hmm. He said boundaries on inappropriate behavior. We see that uh, a lot in terms of uh, morality and some of the ways that he disagrees with the Pharisees and other authority figures and confronts them. Uh, he speaks the truth and love uh, to all people, whether they be people that are living in sin or people that are self-righteous, like uh, many of the religious leaders, different ways he's setting boundaries and limits. Well, and he sets boundaries on himself to not sin, to say no to sin. To yeah, you know, some people will say that, well, Jesus couldn't sin, he's God. But you mentioned Dallas Willard. I, I like Dallas's answer to that. Well, it's not that Jesus couldn't have sinned or that God couldn't sin. It's, it's too smart. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it, it, sin is stupid. Sin is, is slop. It's, it's the pigsty of the, of the prodigal. And to really grow in the Lord and in spiritual maturity, we come to the point where we think, well, why would I want to do that? That's not good for my soul. That's not loving for God and for other people. There's no goodness and joy in that. So uh, something we don't often think about with Jesus is he walked from one village to another. As he was ministering in different places, he would walk places, and that was a way that he was getting some boundaries, some space. He used that for private conversation with his disciples, uh, and part of that's mentoring them and, and training them. Part of that's enjoying friends. And you can bet a lot of those hours that they were walking was in quiet, and Jesus was just enjoying nature and, and prayer and resting. And so that was a implicit boundary that Jesus often had in his life that we can miss. Another thing we often don't see is that he walked away from entire villages of needy people when the father said it was time to go to another place. This is one that I just marvel in because, you know, you and I were, were therapists and so we're always trying to help people go deeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and understanding their stuff and, and connecting with God and growing psychologically and spiritually. There's always more to learn. There's always areas that might need some healing. And so I, I would be prone to just stay in one city forever <laughs> because there's more needs there. Yeah. But Jesus was tuned into the Father, and he had the, the eagle eye view from above, and he knew, well, it's time to go on to a, a new city. Yeah, it's amazing how he would do that. And then we have, we're reading this list from Easy Yoke, the Bible study that you've done on Jesus setting boundaries and his helping on page 161. Our Savior, who came to be crucified, walked away from murderous crowds ready to stone him and throw him off a cliff. That takes some strength of boundaries yeah. to, to set boundaries with a mob who are wanting to murder you. It was very important to Jesus Christ to make it to the cross and be lifted up, as the ancient prophecy had said, for all people to see and through him to be drawn to God the Father and God's love. And so, yeah, he was not going to be thrown off a cliff. That was not the plan. Well, and I think this brings to mind to me, Bill, how, where did Jesus get his strength to set boundaries like this? And I think he gives us the answer to that when he talks about that he only does what the Father tells him to do. It's, he gets, he's getting his strength and his wisdom from God the Father. Yeah, and in his submission, his yieldedness to the Father is so beautiful to see that in Jesus. I mean, I've spent a lot of time studying and meditating on that because I've needed a lot of help with my ambition and drivenness and even my strategic thinking to learn that now the, the, the way of, of success, the way of power, the way of the best Christian leaders is in careful and deep and continual submission to God. And Thank so, you for that. Yeah, we have to resist the temptation to make things happen 
and wait on the Spirit of the Lord. And so that comes right into play here in Advent. We're not just talking about Christmas time and enjoying the holidays. We are talking about that, but we're also talking about a, a training that what we need to practice in the holidays, that less is more, that's part of how we need to be living our lives and doing our ministry is waiting on God. Because in every situation, we're bringing in our personality and our gifts, but but God is present. And with his knowledge and his wisdom and his love and his power, which are we relying on? Yeah, it's so important. And that's what Advent gives us opportunity to focus on, this waiting and this focusing on his presence and this submission to him and not getting caught up in all of the ways of culture and all the temptations coming at us. Yeah, so there's lots more here in the Bible study, but we'll uh, maybe come back to that another time, or you can read it in the book on the easy yoke. But one last point from Jesus that I think we need to mention here that brings us right into the importance of our opportunity here in the month of December is that Jesus teaches us to ask for what we need. And we see Jesus in his own prayer life, in his relationships with the disciples. I mean, he, he can ask for what he needs. He can say no because he needs some time to rest or some time for private prayer. Jesus kept the Sabbath. Uh, he didn't do it legalistically, and he didn't turn down people around him who needed his love and his healing power. But Jesus went into homes and rested and relaxed, and he taught us to do the same thing. He said, you have not because you ask, not ask, that your joy might be full. Mm. My Father longs to give good gifts his children. And so it's really important that we take responsibility for our needs and the things that are important to us and that we ask God for what we need in prayer and that in our safe relationships with people that we ask for what we need. Thank you. Let's ask Jesus now in prayer. Oh, Jesus, thank you for your example, for the life you lived, showing us how to live, for your submission to the Father for your courage to set boundaries in love, to model that for us. We ask that you would teach each one of us this Advent where it is that we need to set some healthy boundaries in our life in order to be more tuned in to your presence, more submitted to you, to walk with you, and to not miss your leading, your work in us, to not miss opportunity to really Receive the fullness of you that you give us your Christmas. Amen. This podcast is sponsored by people like you who donate to the nonprofit ministry of Soul Shepherding. Your donations subsidize counseling and mentoring for pastors, missionaries, and other men and women in ministry. It's easy to make a tax-deductible donation on soulshepherding.org or by mailing a check. Also on our website, you can purchase one of our resources, including our Easy Yoke book and our Advent devotional and prayer cards. These make great Christmas gifts. Thank you for supporting the ministry of Soul Shepherding.